welcome to Why Do You Know That, the party podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osmond. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hey, how's it going? Good. It's been a minute. I'm sure maybe some of our fabulous listeners have realized that, hey, Steve and Nadia haven't uploaded any new recordings in a minute. And yeah. there's a lot of good reasons for that. Mostly, we've been fucking busy. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry, we've been busy. We've been out of town. We were we had injuries and illnesses. We pandemic had ended. Everything opened up because the pandemic's over, and, and then, we were just and catching it, up on yeah. real life. And then it, it came right back, so now it's shutting down. Real <laughs> boomerang. Is closed again. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we apologize to all of you guys for not uh, giving proper updates. We were just fucking busy. So busy. Um, we are going to be in luck today because A, you're going to get to hear a little catch up between the two of us and B, uh, you're strapping because you're going to get ready for some amazing guests coming up and then, and then we're going to be taking another little break, but this time we're letting you know in advance because we're going to be retooling how we approach the pod. Given that everything is repurpose, reuse, recycle, reduce, revamp, and close the loop. Do you remember those commercials? Wait, recycle, reduce, close the loop. Recycle, reduce, reuse, and close the loop. It was like a no. Never heard of that. It was a. I feel like it was a a Nickelodeon esque dinosaur cartoon that was just all about recycling. Hmm. Did they play point, it in like school PSA. or wait, did you watch no. public television? No, it, first off, how dare you? And secondly, <laughs> <laughs> actually, no, I did. I watched Ghost Rider on PBS and a couple of other Carmen Sandiego. That Carmen Sandiego, of course. I don't remember if this was, I have a memory of it not being oh. on public television, but it. Nope, it, not it public television at all. Disney. Um, oh, there it was. Okay. Yes. This was a it's on a, it's on the. It's on the Disney wiki, mm. but it doesn't say what it's from beyond that. It's a short film called Recycle Rex. Yeah. Uh, Dig- Disney. Oh, that's why I didn't see it. Educational Productions. Okay. But also, I'm wondering, this could be crazy. It uh, Disney Educational Productions, in cooperation with the California Department of Conservation, I'm wondering if you ever watched it in school. Did you see I, it in school? I may have. I distinctly remember it on my television at home, but it also very well could have been played at school as well. Hmm. Uh, fun fact, Elizabeth Moss is one of the dinosaurs' voices in that. Ah! Oh, how fun. How fun. So, anyway. And a special appearance by Eileen Brennan. Get out of here. Oh, my God. They really pulled out all the stars for that one. Yeah. So that's Recycle Rex. <laughs> yeah. That's the dinosaurs that teach you to recycle. Show to your kids. Uh, so the, as the we're going to end in 50 years anyway. <laughs> so, so as I was saying before I got maudlin, uh, we are going to be revamping how the pod looks and we will be going into a seasonal format we are still going to be covering all kinds of crazy niche, fun, kitsch, etc. topics. That's not going away. We're just going to give a little bit more focus to it and allow us to be able to navigate what's happening both A, with pandemic, post-pandemic life, 
a little bit better and B allow you guys to be able to do like, Oh, I'm, I really love this. I really love that. I'm going to listen to all this stuff related to this specific topic. And then you just know that's coming up for you. And then if you're like, eh, I don't really care about this. Yeah. You can skip it and wait for the next season of why do you know yeah. that? You know, I didn't, I still haven't listened to the blacklist season of you must remember this. And you know, that's fine. It's a good one. It's a good one. But that's Karina's not mad at me. No, exactly. I and, and I choose and my content. There's so much content. There's, there's so much, much content. content. And too we much. know this. And we're not those people that are going to be mad at you because you no. happen to skip a few. So we'd rather give you guys maybe a little bit more of what you're looking for, which is yeah. a little bit more of a of a focus, a little bit more a detail to attention on some things. And hopefully we can inspire other creators out there to also do less. Yes, take a break. I think there's too much. If this year has taught us anything, it is fine to take a break. And when I say this year, I mean this year starting from like February 2020. This year has been at least 18 months. The calendar year as we used to know it no longer exists. Years are now just like times between when we got locked down and when things kind of opened and then when they got shut down again, and then when they kind of opened and when they got shut down again, et cetera. It's the new norm. (laughs) Um, Can we talk? I just realized how, like it took me until my later, later, mid to late, mid to to late. It took me to my mid to late thirties to finally be like, to kind of like get hit in the face with the concept of getting older. Like living in LA has always been great because we've definitely got that Peter Pan syndrome. We never grow up like, yes, of course, let's, of course, let's go do a late show on a Wednesday and to hell with Thursday morning. Um, Mm -hmm. And maybe it's been pandemic related or like things reopening related or just getting older. Um, But it is like, it's really hit me now that like, fuck, we're not getting younger. (laughs) (laughs) It just hit you now. Yeah. I guess that's actually pretty good. That's pretty impressive. I mean, it is true. I feel like the times in which I have realized I'm not getting younger have to do with like number one, waking up in the morning and there's a weird ache for no reason apart from Mm -hmm. just, I slept. Oh, you're right. That you know what? That's that's exactly what it is for me. Um, it's when I started waking up with back pain, and I'm like, mm-hmm. excuse me, I shouldn't be waking up with back pain. I should be replenished. Um, now I have to sleep with a pillow between my knees. That's exact. You you. Oh my god. You you unlocked it. That's exactly what it was that made me start feeling too old. It was when I had to buy a knee pillow. The second one for me is also like what I can get away with wearing to a degree. I'm very much at age as a number, especially in terms of fashion. I mean, there are absolutely fantastic women on the streets of New York who are, who are definitely uh, longtime AARP card holders who wear cr- crazy, amazing outfits. That said, there have been times where I've looked at whatever is in style in the last couple of years or seen stuff in a store or get served an ad online and I go, Oh no, those are for the children. I cannot wear yeah. this. This is for the children. I cannot. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is 
This is for exposing skin because it's taut and tight and looks good. This is for attracting mates. This is for this is designed for someone with youth yeah. still in the system. Of, we're out of the demographic. We are yeah. exiting. We are exiting the demographic. Ads don't apply to us. Nobody's courting us. Nobody wants our money. The third time this year specifically that I felt super old <laughs> and went, oh, it's happening. I had no idea or concept of what or who an Olivia Rodrigo is or was. Yep, that's a big one. I also didn't. Um... I like the album. The album's very fun. Uh, but at the same time, I just was like, usually, usually I'm pretty on top of things. And what's happening? And I know yeah. part of that's probably because I'm not uh, I'm not much of a TikTok user, which I know is the the hit app of uh, the next five years. But. Yeah. And we're we're a generation. We're a generation of contradictions in that <laughs> we I was just reading this today or I just saw a tweet about it today. I'm sure I've mentioned on the podcast before, but like we're a very unique generation in that we remember vividly life pre-internet, mm -hmm. um, pre-cell phone. We remember using folding maps um, and landlines, but we also very quickly, immediately adapted into the technology. It didn't, it, we, we grew with it in a way. Um, and we're kind of the only generation that has that. And we're also, because of that, we're now a generation where it's like, I feel too old to use or have TikTok, but too young to not be fully aware of what TikTok is. And so yes. it's, you know, it's another, it's another generational contradiction in that way. Yes. Um, like I go on TikTok. I enjoy watching videos there. I don't necessarily enjoy posting as much there, although I just haven't been posting much on all my social medias period, because yeah. perhaps this is another age thing. Maybe it's a pandemic thing. I don't know. But I have gotten to this point where I'm like, eh, it's less exciting. It's less no, interesting. I'm I'm less engaged. And it has think, nothing yeah. to do with any of you lovely folks out there. It is a 110% Nadia thing. And so for oh. TikTok, I go, oh, do I want to make little films on my phone? Maybe, but maybe not today. Maybe Only later. Only feel like it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. The obligation of it, that's kind of what has turned me off to so much social media is feeling oblig. There's nothing that's going to make me want to do something less than the obligation to do it. So as soon as I have to do something or I'm expected to do something, I no longer take joy in it. So yeah, it's like, well, I don't feel like tweeting because I have, I don't like this obligation to write something funny or, uh, you know, I just, I get bored by it. So. Yeah. And I will say this too, as far, I mean, this is, what I'm about to say is not new. We've been hearing this for years and years and years now, but I think it really hit me the last couple of weeks with uh, the Tokyo 2020 Olympics, not the 2021 Olympics, but the 2020, I don't know. But I, the, the, I feel like they printed the banners and they were like, we are leaving this. We are oh, yeah. not changing the banners. That's for weird. sure. The we logo was money. done. Yeah. The t-shirts were printed. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, think, nope. I have a theory. I think Disneyland did the same thing where they were just like, take the zero off the ornaments, put on a one. This is the 2021 merchandise now. Um, But uh, 
that there was uh, national slash international news made when gymnast Simone Biles decided I am in the wrong headspace in order to uh, perform my events. And I saw so much for a brief moment on social media as I was reading the news about it with people saying, oh, she's got to she's got to suck it up. Oh, what kind of athlete are you? Oh, blah, blah, blah. And I, it just hit me like, man, none of us should be talking about anything, especially you guys, yeah. especially you guys who are criticizing one of the world's greatest athletes of all fucking time. Yeah. And she's a teenager. She's yes. like her brain's not done developing. So why are we criticizing? You know, like, I don't know. Actually, I think she's in her early 20s, but. OK, well, still, I don't know. still, still, still. Yeah, but exactly. The point, you know, stands. I um, not to brag. I know I brag about going on boats. Another thing that I have done oh is I go bouldering. I go rock climbing and you're never oh, more than like you and your bees. You I and know. boats bouldering and my actual bees too. the my my beard of bees also <laughs> me and my bees. Um, but uh, I'll be literally seven feet off the ground and sometimes like choke and be like, oh, God, I'm going to fall or like just have like a, a momentary like quick second of panic. So mm-hmm. it's like I can only imagine what that's like when the entire world is watching you and you're expected to bend and flip and you know and contort your body in all of these ways that are on their own so dangerous yes um and people are just like buck it up like no <laughs> yeah exactly exactly it's just it doesn't make what any do you sense care uh it does yeah that's the thing what do you care what do you care? Why is your opinion so important here? You And I'm not talking about people who might be some kind of expert in whatever thing. And I'm talking uh, politically is, is a little different, but like on a lot of societal issues or a lot of stuff that has to do with another individual story or what have you. I don't know. There's just a why do you why? Why do you care? And this is coming from us. The two people who have opinions about everything. Yeah. And we've hit a point where we're like, nah, we're not going to comment on what have yeah. you. Anyway, so social is whatever at this point. I will say that uh, uh, so social is what it's going to be. It's going to exist in its own world. It's not completely real. Uh, you know what is real? is getting your leg burned. Be-doo, be-doo, be-doo. <laughs> hey, stop it, it's burning your leg. No, no. I to tell Steve this, but for other listeners, um, something that I didn't really post is uh, uh, my French press exploded. It just That's... straight up exploded. Full of hot water, landed directly on my thigh forced me to go to urgent care, wrap up my leg in a big bandage, put a bunch of cream on it, do a trash bag shower for two weeks. And now it's a nice, nice little, like, now it just looks like there's this part of my skin that's that that looks a little bit different from the rest. But otherwise, it's fine. Um, that's, did it, I don't have a French press, but I have like a cold brew maker. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I pour hot water into it and your story has 
I, I just want you to know it's changed the way I make coffee. <laughs> I will um, say do- this to people. I will say this. If you're going to do a French press, I am now a big believer in you cannot use glass. You have was, to use like a stainless steel or plastic thing because Jesus, hey, was it was, was it cold when you put the hot water in? You know how that can happen? No, it was hot water that I put into um, the coffee filled with uh, the coffee filled uh, carafe. And, okay. Um, was waiting for it to, you know, brew up and then press down and then. And That's so strange. I wonder because, like, you know, in Final Destination, the teacher she pours um, herself a cup of tea, but then the tea is not enough because she just witnessed a death. So she goes for the liquor in the freezer, but since the mug is hot, when she pours in the liquid, it the mug cracks. Yeah, uh, when she pours in the the ice cold vodka, so um, I've always I think about that anytime I'm kind of like pouring a liquid in something that's like hot is like uh oh is this glass too cold or like oh I can't put this thing in the fridge yet it's still too hot um, yeah yeah it's, so but it it's, sounds like that's not <laughs> what happened it was just faulty faulty yeah, making I, of a of a fridge press. Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell for sure whether there like there might have been a crack in it that I couldn't see or something like that. But oh, don't blame feel... yourself. Don't, not no, it, don't blame no, yourself. No, don't, I do not. Do, no, vic- I do do, not. no victim blaming. No victim blaming here. <laughs> I will say this, though. It did feel a little like Final Destination. It did feel like, oh, of course, this is how I die is my making my <laughs> beloved coffee. Like the one yeah. thing I love so much. And I don't know what lesson the universe is trying to teach me there. But uh it hurt like a bitch. And Do you remember that documentary, Hot Coffee? Is that the one about the McDonald's lady? Yeah. That sued? Yes. And how, I mean, like, turns out that scalding. she had every, yeah, she had every right to sue because, like, it burnt her legs, like, to shit. But, you know, the media and our wonderful country were just like, dumb old lady, don't <laughs> you know, don't you know coffee's hot? Why'd you go dumping hot coffee all over yourself, you dumb broad, when really legitimately, like, it was it was very hot. hot coffee. It was very hot. You can't blame that poor woman for suing. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's, it was it's, like 190 degrees. Oh, my God. Oh. Which is like, and I've worked enough jobs to know, like, there's a limited quality control and thing things can get overlooked. So it, I totally buy that. Just nobody was looking at like whatever, however long, whatever the like heat was set to on the coffee or anything like that. I mean, um, especially it was, it was in the nineties. So it probably wasn't like a whole digital kind of thing. Like Starbucks probably has it all very temperature, you know, controlled, but it probably just sat on that pot for super, super long time. And, yeah, that poor woman. You should reach out to her, Stella. Sure. Stella Liebeck, Liebeck. Stella, Stella Liebeck. if you have any questions, I'd love to trade war stories about our burnt legs. Please email us at why do you know that pod at gmail.com and in the subject, just put um, coffee leg, and we'll know what it means. Yeah. Now, full <laughs> full disclosure, she was seventy nine thirty years ago. So. Oh God. So she might not have email. Is all I'm saying. All right. If anybody else out there has a burnt leg story they wish us to share, 
Same thing. Why do you know that? Pod at gmail.com. Coffee. I'm trying to think if I have any. I don't have. I'm trying to think if I have any burnt leg stories. Um, I don't have any burnt leg stories. I did have a sore throat story. Yeah. Oh, I had a cough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, clear my throat. Uh, Just like um, a Pavlovian response. Um, Yeah, I thought I might have COVID because I had a a cough that wasn't going away for a few weeks. Turns out it was acid reflux related and you'll never guess. So I cut out coffee. I switched to tea. Look at this. Herbal Ooh. tea. You hear that ice jiggling? You ASMR I do. Freaks? Yeah. I do. Um, so I switched to tea, cut out caffeine for the most part. Um, and, you know, avoid spicy foods, all the things they say to do. And I still had this, you know, the cough went away mostly, but not completely. But you know what, like, finally made it go away that I cut out? Sparkling water. What? Yes. Carbonated because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to drink. Like, I don't really drink pop that much. And I'm going to cut back the caffeine. I'm going to go from coffee to tea and do more herbal teas that don't even have caffeine. Um, But like, you know, the doctor was like, oh, carbonated beverages. And uh, I didn't even think about sparkling water. I didn't even think about my dear, beautiful, important soda stream. As uh, as as a villain could be as a villain in all this. So like, I can still have like stuff. I just you know need to take a Zantac before or you know right. don't go crazy with it. But um, it was wild. I went. I got a COVID test. I made an appointment to see a doctor, and it never dawned on me that it was just like my body rejecting itself from within. <laughs> The call was truly coming from inside the house. Speaking of both pop and scream, uh, I was in Michigan for the first time very, very briefly. But when I landed at the Detroit airport, I thought I'm in Steve's homeland. This is amazing. true. What airline? Let's start with that. So I know which terminal you were in. I had to fly spirit. Oh, God. I know. Okay. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. Uh, I went with my partner to a wedding that was uh, one of his childhood friends. And so we flew to Detroit and rented a car to drive to Ohio, like an hour outside of Cleveland. Because when we were looking up flights for Cleveland, they were somewhere in the $1,400 range. Everywhere I looked, I swear to God, Every airline was packed to the gills as people are traveling domestically as stuff opened up. Yeah, I get that. So the cheapest we were able to find is going to Detroit on spirit fucking quote unquote airlines is basically Um, strap you into these like metal executioner chairs and you just like hold on for dear life for a few hours. That is, um, you know, they're having a lot of issues right now, like tons and tons of uh, cancellations and stuff like people are waiting like in nine hour lines just to get to a service person and like tons and tons of flights being canceled. Like it's just a real nightmare right now. And I remember um, 
I remember listening to a, like an NPR story once about airlines and customer service and they interviewed the CEO or like a, a spokesperson for spirit because they always come in last place, like dead last for customer service. And the company, even their standpoint on customer service is that's not what we're here for. Like, mm-hmm. We know, we know we're the bottom in customer service. We're not in the customer service business. We're in the cheap flight business. Yeah. We're in the getting you from A to B business. Um, and so I think about that as like, they have this internal meltdown of uh, cancellations and stuff is uh, they don't give a shit. They're just in the business of cheap flights. Also, the flight is cheap, but that's only because Water is like $5. You have to pay to bring a carry-on. You have to pay yes. for overhead space. You have to pay to choose your seat. They get you with the add-ons real bad. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, did yeah. you spend any time in Detroit? I spent Did you get to see brief, any Detroit? I got to see a teeny tiny bit of Detroit because, again, a we sliver. were passing through on the way to beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. Um, shout out to Cleveland. And... I'm going to put in a sound effect right here of Cleveland rocks. (laughs) And on the way there and the way back from the airport, I did something that I don't normally do when I go on vacations or when I'm traveling somewhere, even in our beautiful Los Angeles, California, I tend to try not to eat at the same restaurant or same place repeatedly, like in within a week, you know? If you and I were to go dine at blah, blah restaurant, I would try my best not to eat there for for a little bit just to spread the love. Right. But it was so good. We had to do it twice. So I went to Buddy's Pizza. Yes. Got that deep dish. That Mm -hmm. deep dish was. Was it square? It was square, baby. Yes. With that with that um, crunchy burnt Mm. cheese around the crust. Mm. Yes. Mm. That's the stuff. So that's my I one wonder... Detroit recommendation is Buddy's Pizza. Um, everything oh, else, I, they it was just nationwide. Sort of driving just so everybody through. knows. They do? Yes. <gasps> I know what I'm getting for Thanksgiving. Um, you could also, there are some in LA, there's some pretty good Detroit style pizza places. I can. Yes. Shout out I to can, Prime. I can text. Yeah. Um, their D-Town Pizzeria is pretty good there in WeHo. Mm. Okay. Um, what's interesting about D-Town Pizzeria is when you go pick up the pizza, you'll find out that it's in the, it operates in the same kitchen as a Thai restaurant. So you kind of enter the Thai restaurant and you speak to the person about your pizza and then he goes in the kitchen and gets it. Um, oh. But uh, yeah, save the space, you know, they're not using the pizza making stuff back there. So uh, yeah, but you know, don't be scared is all I'm saying because I yeah. was very confused uh, okay yeah don't 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 let this confusion stop you from eating delicious crunchy cheesy pizza mm-hmm. um and if you're lactose intolerant i'm sorry uh surely in in this city there's a way to to do it maybe not i don't know i feel bad for you anyway uh so yeah we, we was in detroit briefly i got to ride a big old toll road to get to uh ohio I it was the first time I had seen one of our great lakes in the United States mm. of America. And so I got to see, I think it's Lake Erie. Yeah, I've barely even seen Lake Erie. It was very flat. I was surprised. Like I looked out at it and I thought, 
you know, if somebody in, you know, back in pre-pilgrim times, so just the native slash ancient time period that we were referring to earlier, if they looked out at that lake, I could easily see where they're like, yeah, the world's flat. Just ends. You just go sailing and it's just going to end at some point because it's just blue and then like the sky and then this horizon that that's it. And I was like, there's the there's nothing there's nothing in the background. There's nothing in the distance. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was funny how you first set it up by saying the lake was very flat. I think I'm so used to growing up on a coast where ocean waves make it so that no matter how flat the ocean gets. Yeah. Also, there's like oil rigs and there's all these boats and shit outside. I didn't see any boats. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it any- is. And it, it's also weird because um, I've, you know, grown up surrounded by Lake Huron, Ontario, Michigan, mm-hmm. Erie and mm-hmm. Superior. Um, that it is it is kind of an interesting feeling of like being at the beach in like Chicago on Lake Michigan and being like, oh, there's land not that far on the other side of this. Yeah. <laughs> like it, you it's very feasible to take like to, to see the other to, to go across this. Um, yeah. Whereas like if you grew up only being at the ocean, it's kind of weird to think like, oh, just just a little past the horizon is is more land. Um, yeah, I don't think exactly. I, I'm trying to think if I've ever been to Lake Erie. There are I lots must of have. cute parts of Ohio, and I have to say, hey, everybody, Cleveland rocks. Yeah, went did to you go the, to the rock, rock and, and roll? roll. I did. I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, fun stuff. They uh, they have a whole exhibit about Super Bowl performances which uh, made me realize that one of, uh, I often get asked, what would my, why do you know that topic be? And it might be Prince's Super Bowl performance. That's a good one. Because uh, it was just raining so hard and he was just like, bring it on. And it's one of the best ever. There's a whole bunch. I mean, Michael Jackson's is is notable. Katy Perry's a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga's. Um, so many oh yeah, ones. Lady Gaga, um, Aerosmith with uh, mm-hmm. NSYNC, Nelly, and Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a whole slew of. When you were in Ohio, did you have any? Isn't, doesn't Cleveland have the chili that they put on? Oh, maybe that's Cincinnati, but they put like yes. Well, I think chili like on ch- spaghetti. Yes, it's a general Ohio thing. Skyline, I think, is the place. Yes. And I wasn't able to go to Skyline Chili. Um, as much as I thought that that would be fun. Uh, I did have great barbecue, um, shout out to Mabel's, but, uh, there was definitely a sense of me going, oh, oh, right. I'm in the Midwest. I'm not going to eat a vegetable for a few days. So by (laughs) by the time we were like headed back, I tried to look for one and it was just like too far out of the way from where we were traveling. So I just went, we're going to go. Um, and also I should have a salad. Uh, which I didn't. So, you know, no one won. Sorry, I mean, here's sorry the thing. to Skyline Chili. Sorry Having to that grown chili. Up, Nadia, I grew up in the Midwest. If you would have ordered a salad at any restaurant, you would have gotten iceberg mm-hmm. with exactly two slices of cucumber, mm-hmm. one tomato wedge. Well, yeah, or like a cherry a li- tomato. 
depending oh, yeah. on what's in yeah. season. If it was cherry tomato, probably two cherry tomatoes. Um, a sprinkling of American cheese shreds mm-hmm. and then um, dressing on the side, your choice of French, Thousand Island, or Italian. Possibly so, ranch or blue cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't know about a blue cheese. Possibly. Definitely a ranch. Yeah. I feel like blue cheese is more of an East Coast thing. I could be wrong yeah. here, but. Um, I mean, you didn't miss out on anything with Skyline Chili. It looks revolting. I'm sure it tastes good because so many things that look revolting do. But it's like, it's just like, imagine just plain noodles and then slathered with chili, which by the way, that chili has chocolate and clove in it. And then way too much cheese. So much shredded cheese. So like, you wouldn't think possible to put too much shredded cheese on something until you see Skyline Chili. And you'll just be like, that's too much fucking cheese. It's so much cheese that the cheese on the top of the mound doesn't even have a chance to melt. So it's still like cold and stringy and like not melting into itself on the top because they put so much cheese on. Again, oh, no, thank can't you. Say, can't, I can't say anything about the taste. I've never tasted it and you know, Everything I've said about why it's revolting, I could easily have like changed my inflection and been like, it is so good. So imagine just plain buttered noodles, just like topped with like chili and like this chili has chocolate in it and like so much cheese, it doesn't even melt. See how it could go either way. I just don't want the Cincinnati people coming after me. I did. There was a moment where I am. I was born in Cincinnati. I don't remember any of it. I think I've talked about that on the pod because uh, I moved to California when I was very young. And so there was a moment where I was like, do I go try to see my birthplace just for the hell of it? And that was just going to take too much time, too. So, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Cleveland, you're great. No, you're, tit- you're the tits. Cincinnati, I'm sorry. I can't say anything about you apart from I was born in you. We'll see. You know, we'll see, if, you know we'll see say- where life takes me. You know what they say about cities in Ohio? Cleveland, you're the tits. Cincinnati, you're the shits. <laughs> I mean, Cincinnati they put chocolate, folk, they I put hope chocolate you know what, and what they put chocolate that? in their chili. So <laughs> they're gonna We're have just the shits. teasing. We're just, We're just teasing. teasing. We're just teasing. Steve is from the Midwest. He's too nice. He's yeah. too nice to not apologize after and say, I'm just teasing. I'm just joshing. I mean, then again, who can say for sure? Maybe if Cincinnati would have had the balloon fest in 1986, things would have gone differently. <laughs> Call back. Shout out to our wonderful friend and guest, Katie Willard, for bringing this to our attention. I love balloon fest 86, uh, both as a concept and just the horror it it uh, it created. So go back and listen to that one. Uh, Steve. Yeah, I believe you went on. Okay, I oh, you know what? I can't believe I'm about to say this. You went on another goddamn boat. I did. (laughs) Not to brag. Just dawned on me. I was gonna say you went to a little island, and I was like, "How do you get that island on a fucking boat?" I went camping on Catalina. Um. And the good camping on Catalina is at two harbors. Um, most people, when they go to Catalina, or if you say I'm going to Catalina, you'll get lots of tips and tricks for Avalon, which is like mm-hmm. the city, which right. I've never been to. Um, two harbors is very 
Um, it's strange because they really go with a tropical beachy kind of feel. Um, so you're immediately kind of like, I feel like I'm at a, like a Disney resort pretending to be Polynesian just as much as I feel I'm on Catalina Island. Um, but there's like a little restaurant and a bar and a, uh, uh, like a, like a store, a store, like a general store. Um, mm -hmm. And then the campgrounds and it's beautiful. The campgrounds overlook the ocean. I fell asleep on the beach. Um, really, really lovely time. However, the boat ride there now I'm, oh yeah. Talking about getting older and our bodies failing us. I've always kind of had motion sickness. Like I've never been able to read in the car stuff like that, but it's gotten very, very bad recently. Um, and I prepared myself for the boat ride by taking some Dramamine ahead of time. Um, but the boat ride was very choppy. Uh, they even warned us ahead of time that they were going to be like eight to 10 foot swells. And uh, what did he say? He's like, uh, they're going to be some big swells. Uh, not much to say about that. We are a boat, <laughs> which I thought was an entertaining way to start that. Um, really just not wanting to take any blame. He really wanted to make sure nobody thought that like our captain was the reason for this, but I got so good. The problem with seasickness is one, it's the same as Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop. So once mm -hmm. your brain and your stomach have betrayed you, you're done for. So the moment you think, uh-oh, I think I'm starting to feel kind of not good, you're done for. It's over for you. O-V-E-R, over. Um, and I eventually went down to the, because we were in the, in the middle of the boat. It was like a three-level boat. Um, and we were like, and in, in the interior part of it. So I went to the downstairs where all the windows were open and, uh, there's a nice breeze coming through. And eventually I could just focus on my breathing, put my head down, have a cool breeze at my face. And it was probably only 25 minutes of being like rough, rough waters. Um, but like, uh, it was definitely a worse trip than normal because the entire like bottom part of the boat was like a triage unit like everybody oh. was awful and looking green and then I got off the boat and the first thing when you get off the boat you just get hit in the face with this waft of grilling of hot dogs grilling and there's <laughs> nothing you want to smell less when you're just getting off of a seasick cruise than grill the grilling hot dogs um it was nasty but oh, I'm um, sorry but so I just want to tell everyone out there, if you go on a boat ride and you take your Dramamine for preventative measures, you still need to eat something that day. I had a completely empty stomach at like 3 p.m. So I'm sure that didn't help. Then the boat ride back, I was just prepared. I was like, I've got my ginger ale. I've got some pretzels that I'll nibble on. I've got, oh, here they are. I've got my wristbands, my mm -hmm. nausea relief C-bands that go mm -hmm. on your wrists. I took drowsy Dramamine. Um, but the boat ride back was fine. It was completely, like there were no swells. It was a, it was a very calm ride. So I kind of just oh, got, you know, uh, kind of got the raw end of the deal on that, but it was, it sucked. It really, really sucked. Seasickness sucks. 
Do you feel like you're still a boat bitch? Or is this I'll changed always your be mind? A boat bitch because it's in my DNA. Um, <laughs> I think what I prefer are boats that are like large. Mm-hmm. Um, so you like a cruise ship. I can get. I can. I would feel fine on a cruise ship, um, or I would feel fine on like a docked boat. Like I think I'd do very well if I were to charter a yacht on below deck and I'd just mm. be like, just take us not too far and just mm-hmm. anchor us. And I just want to, I just want to stay in like a, like a bay for a while. What, a, what about like a booze crew situation where it's like one of those bigger boats where it's like uh two or three levels. I, I mean, more of a yacht. I can't imagine that booze would be good for me to mix on my cruise, given mm-hmm. my equilibrium issues uh i just made a rap um look uh, at you lin man (laughs) um yeah so i've never i i don't really have no i probably wouldn't want to go on a booze cruise yeah i get that um i I have i've mixed feelings on booze cruises in general because on the one hand i'm like yeah you're stuck up boat why not on the other hand i'm like this just seems like a recipe for disaster. Yeah. And also, I guess it depends on where it is. Like if it's a booze cruise, but you're just on a boat, not technically cruising, I could probably mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, some, something about the burnt leg has been, I had to keep it out of the sun, which uh, forced me to uh, rearrange slash cancel a bunch of uh, fun ideas I had, including things like, kayaking which is like a little baby boat um a boat for two boat for one if you will depending on how, how many people could you fit kayak probably like three max i feel like that's yeah Unless, I yeah i think you could go beyond that i feel i, any, I, I feel here. a kayak i feel a kayak for more than two people is just a canoe yeah okay yeah then we get into a whole different kind of boat that's it's yeah. like the difference between a small suv and like a van anyway um I wanted to do that. And in thinking about that, it got me thinking about boats in general. Of course, I thought of you, but it also had me thinking, oh, gosh, like how is a boat kind of a pandemic safe thing? Because you're on not a cruise, not a cruise, not talking about cruises here. But let's say one was to go. Yeah, on well, like we've already half- established those are not pandemic safe. Yeah. <laughs> I- <laughs> How how that industry is still rocking, I don't know. But like thinking about like a half day, like let's say uh, me and a bunch of friends want to charter a boat or I am, it's a, it's a group of people where, especially if you know everybody, everybody's vaccinated, et cetera. Like, you know, oh, what a, a small wedding. I don't know, something like that where I'm like, what happens if 30 people get on a boat? Is that a good idea or not given these unprecedented still parentheses still times yeah i don't know i would probably feel like you'd have to really if you're gonna get on a boat with 30 people you have to really trust them and i think i could trust 30 people but i don't know if i could trust 30 people all at the same time like (laughs) you know that saying you can please everyone some of the time Oh, you can't please everyone all the time, mm-hmm. but you can please some people all the time or all people some of the time, but you can't please all people all the time. I feel that way about trusting people too. Like I can trust 30 people 
in 30 different scenarios, but I don't know if I can trust 30 people all at once to come together on a boat safely. Right. Right. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Um, as far as other travel has gone or other outdoor activities, other pandemic safe activities, is there anything that has struck you during our time away where you've been like, you know what? This is great. Or you know what? This blows. Either yeah. One. Um, I went to Disneyland. Oh, and what I liked, they, they do a new thing with characters where the characters are kind of like behind a rope and like possibly elevated a little bit. And then mm -hmm. you just kind of stand in front of the, of like the stanchion and you can like smile and pose. And then the characters behind you smiling and posing also. And mm -hmm. uh, I like that. I think it, it probably, um, it kind of moves things along a little bit, a little bit quicker than having like everyone have their own little um, interaction, but also compared to Universal Studios where I saw where Dracula is just flat out walking around in a face mask, <laughs> uh, um, you know, <laughs> the illusion is kind of uh, ruined when you, when you put Dracula in a face mask. So Whoa, I, I really do appreciate Disney, you know, yes, it's not ideal that you're standing six feet away from your character to get a picture, but also like, they also understand that you don't want a picture of Rapunzel if half of her face is covered. <laughs> I'm but, like, sorry, I'm so, sorry to that Dracula. I just like, I cannot get out of my head. The idea of like, like a, like a vampire's no, like a mouth, the mouse area is like yeah. a big deal. Like you can't the fangs, see their fangs. You can't see the Also, they're undead. So you're taken out of the fantasy immediately because now you're wondering why this vampire is, <laughs> you know, actually, no, I guess you're wondering why the Prince of Darkness is so concerned with spreading disease. Like you <laughs> think he wouldn't. Hasn't he been through multiple, multiple pandemics? You think he'd be like, yeah. You've yeah. been through one, you've seen them all. I guess like maybe sick people's blood doesn't taste as good, but um, yeah. So I thought that Disney is doing a better job at that. Um, uh -huh. And I also just like in general, um, this kind of vibe of like, like people just, employees just are not, I don't think they're suffering fools the way they once did because they're, you know, being forced to come back to work at a theme park where the pay is not that great uh, because the pandemic isn't over, but it's just, you know, it's just reached a point where we can open everything up and expose everybody again. Um, mm -hmm. And so I actually found it refreshing to just, you know, get in line for a ride and for someone to just kind of like rudely be like, you know, no, not yet. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't mind down, that. shutting down the facade of niceness, of politeness, yes. which I. Mm -hmm. How do I put this? Uh, every single person in customer service and retail, and in the in the food industry and in the and in hospitality industry, everybody who has had to go back to work, chosen to go back to work, and exists in one of these spaces like 
I I cannot be I cannot wait to be rich enough to just give you all of my money as a thank you because you were allow you're you're there's reasons you're doing it but also I'm just incredibly grateful for you guys and yeah if you are part of that industry especially especially if you are a manager junior manager something like that like you've got people under you in some sort of service retail hospitality industry type position i want you if you can you can if you can to take a moment and just look at your folks under you under your team and just go hey guys if somebody out there is being rude tell them to fuck off because like what in what world i've seen so many people like you know as i started to go back to eat outside in a restaurant and use other people's silverware again as i've like tried to again go go explore places i've been in the airport and to your point earlier about spirit airlines like um in renting a car the car rental line took forever and i just thought yeah okay i'm gonna wait and everybody else seemed so irritated so mad and I'm, all i can think of in my head is like do you not know what we just went through do you think it's just like a magic button uh, yeah it's you crazy. press and then it's it's three years ago again things are completely different a lot of 99 of whatever is happening is not in these people's control so everybody just shut the fuck up and be a little nicer just yeah. be nice do not do not give these people trouble do not um do not fuck with them be nice Give them big old tips. And if you're somebody who's in a management type position, I encourage you to uh, stay on the side of your team rather than the customer. That's my piece on that. Yeah. Fucking Andy I, uh, over here. <laughs> no, I I completely agree with you. I think like, like when Disneyland reopened, a lot of people were sharing this like article uh, and the photo, it was, it was like three photos in the article and it showed like people crying. They were so excited to go back to Disneyland. And one of the, it, a cast member was one of the people in the photos. It was like a, a guest relations uh, cast member also crying. The idea being she's so excited to be back at work and see these people so happy to be at Disneyland. And I call bullshit on that so Absolutely. fucking hard. I, I, it is offensive. It is emotional manipulation. There's not one theme park person, theme park employee. Maybe I'm generalizing. Maybe I'm generalizing when I say, when I speak in absolutes. But <laughs> I promise you, whether or not people were ready to go back to work, excited to go to back to work, whatever their feelings were about reopening um, once the vaccine was here, nobody was crying. They were so emotional to be back at their part-time theme park job where management doesn't care about them. And you know that because their management spent the entire bulk of 2020 arguing with the governor and complaining and bitching and moaning that they weren't allowed to open sooner. Yeah. Yeah. It's as a former theme park employee from a billion years ago, I cannot agree with you more. Uh, it is 
And again, any service position, retail position, customer service position, uh, anything related to travel or hospitality or anything, uh, just all this stuff, all this stuff, your hotel concierge, the person you're calling about because your um, internet bill is too high now, all these folks, I swear to God, do you think that they want to be in the position that they're in? where you are going to scream at them because your thing isn't being taken care of. Just have a little compassion. Uh, there's plenty of people where I'm sure it's like, yeah, I love my job and I love helping people, etc. You know, including theme park employees. That does not mean yeah. that they're crying because they're so happy to see you again. Right. No Especially theme park. In a global yeah. Pandemic. And if they are, I would like to I would like to find this photo and, you know, find this employee and and speak with her about it. Uh, But no, if anything. In okay, my best faith guess would be that she saw like a little girl crying in excitement that she got like she got to see Mickey Mouse or Cinderella or something like that. Like it wasn't. they're making it seem like she's just overcome with emotion that she gets to be back at Disneyland where the magic happens. If she was crying for like that kind of joy, it's from something very specific that happened, you know? Cause like yes. it, it had to have been like an actual moment that she witnessed. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think it's, it's insanity. It's insanity. Yeah. To think, oh yes, finally, um, their their unemployment that was basically the same amount of money that they'd be getting to work at Disneyland, if not more, um, they were so happy to get rid of that to come back and sweep up your shit. They were so happy <laughs> to finally be back to sell you marshmallow kebabs on main street that's what they're yeah. waiting for yeah the yeah, idea that's like exactly yeah um, and don't even yeah <laughs> don't even say, don't even get me started but if i start to go down that road i'll just get started and i don't want to get started but <laughs> <laughs> just the idea of like oh these people they don't want to go back to work they want to stay on unemployment and it's like well if their work pays more than their unemployment then they will want to go back to work because they will yes. want more money yes nobody's exactly. staying away from their job to make less money sitting around we need money we like money yeah yeah we we unfortunately live in a hyper capitalist society where money is kind of important uh, it pays for things. It helps us live. Nobody wants to be in a situation like you just described. Exactly. So. And that's why I use a Helix mattress. <laughs> I'm going to turn this into an ad, but I wasn't sure if it landed. <laughs> no, it did. It did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, there are certain things where I'm still a little on the fence. And one of them is uh, going to a theme park now at the time of this recording the delta variant has like blown up a bit more so now i would very much be like "Ooh, no no i don't know but uh back in say june there was a part of me that was like oh is that something i want to do for me ultimately i went no and it's at that time when it seemed like okay things are a little bit more under control i just was like i don't want to have to tromp around in in 
big sweltering heat wearing my mask the entire time and like being right. super cognizant of like yes. how much space I'm having to give people, et cetera. Like not, not because I want to like just run into people and breathe all over them or something. Oh, for sure. But like, just, just the idea of like, oh, I don't want to have to add this to my head while I'm also trying to figure out like, okay, but like if we go try to ride Space Mountain now, the line is only this long. But if we try to go here, that the ride may not be broken anymore. I didn't just want to add more to my brain space. Uh, a lot of things at this point that I feel like I am willing to do. I think going to movie theaters. Well, again, now with Delta, I don't know. But if there, for a minute there, I was like, oh, I'm going to go see some movies. Seeing movies in a movie theater is fun for me. I like it, etc. And I usually keep my mask on during um, all that said. That's one where I'm like, eh, okay, maybe not so much. But Nobody else seems to give a shit. That's the thing is I'm sitting yeah. here like overanalyzing being like, okay, if I put it on, okay, I'm going to take a little sip of this coat, but then I'm going to put it right back on. I'm going to put it just in case. Cause I don't know what, the, what's that guy's deal is. And the guy like two seats down from me is just like, <sighs> and then like hawking up loogies uh. into their popcorn or I don't know what, but like, it just makes me go. People are disgusting. That's the thing yeah. that I've realized. It's just people are just, it's just something that like we weren't at. I was not actively paying attention to. I'm not a germaphobe. I'm not a hypochondriac. And now I get on my stupid little metal spirit airlines bus seat to fly to Detroit so I could drive to a wedding. And I'm just struck by how many people are absolutely gross yeah. all the time. Yeah, well, I mean, Spirit Airlines to Detroit to Cleveland, you're definitely not getting the cream of the crop in general. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. I only say it because I am that person. I only say that because I am, that is me. I am that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just, uh, at this point, all I can say is as more variants probably pop up i mean we're just gonna work our way through the greek alphabet i'm sure just be mindful guys like just because it might be a little bit more okay now or it's like hey everybody in this neighborhood's vaccinated great that doesn't mean just like sneeze outwardly and not into your arm or a handkerchief yeah that does not mean just like throw your trash on the side of the road it does not mean vote Republican. It does not. I don't know. Now I'm just getting on my high horse. But like, just to be mindful. Be mindful. That's all. That's all I ask. That's all I, I ask saw somebody mindful. at work take off, like, masks required indoors. He pulled down his mask, coughed into the air, and then pulled his mask back up. Didn't even like pull it down to and like cough into an elbow or hands. Just pulled it down to spread the droplets and then put it back on. And it's just like, what do you think? Like the mask is for. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh like, my look, god. if you've ever sneezed, if you've ever had a cold and sneezed into a mask, sometimes you're not it's not enjoyable what comes out but like that is why you're wearing a mask that's oh my god 
That's oh, that's infuriating. Yeah, it's fucking infuriating. Uh <laughs> and to think, can you believe that a few months ago I was feeling guilty that I got a vaccine before being technically eligible? <laughs> what are you looking forward to in the fall besides our amazing episodes coming up? Besides that stuff, what are you looking forward um, to as far as like the second half of what is still 2020, 2021, whatever the fuck yeah. you're in? I'm going to Michigan again in October and I'm excited to go in the fall. I'm excited to see the leaves and the Mm. colors. Eat that buddy's pizza. (laughs) Eat that buddy's pizza. Um, Oh, I prefer cottage in actually. Mm. Um, Okay. And uh, that one next time. Yeah. And, uh, and like, it'll be like Halloween spooky kind of stuff. So we'll go to some cider mills, go on some hay rides, um yeah so i'm excited to have like a week of actual fall and um yeah i'm just excited for halloween stuff i i generally enjoy october and like Mm -hmm. halloween stuff i like scary movies i like going to like those haunts and stuff like that i like candy um yeah I so like candy. that. I do too. I, you know what? Now that you say all this stuff, it does make me excited for sort of fall things. Like I feel like last October, kind of a mess for lots of reasons. And this October, maybe just a little, hopefully, hopefully don't want to jinx it, but just like a little bit less of a mess. So like a cider, a cider trip sounds lovely going apple picking sounds like a dream that kind of thing is like right right up my alley at this point um yeah i think that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of cinema to look forward to there's a sopranos movie i'm very excited about that i thought you said there's a lot of cinnabons to look forward to yes that too there's a lot of cinnabons to look forward to i love a cinnamon roll I will, I, it's my lifelong goal to find the best one. I haven't yet. People send me your cinnamon roll recommendations beyond Cinnabon, which we all know is great. Uh, is it? I don't know, but you know, you get a point. Um, yeah, I feel like it's, it's going to have to be a very wait and see approach. I think as we go into fall, I think this, I don't think we're necessarily going to go back into full lockdown situations, but I do think there's going to be a lot of like, huh, huh. Can we go up? No. Up. Can we get up? up, up. Like that. Yeah. Um, and it's not going to necessarily yield the same kind of like, we're, we're doing it. We're back out in the wild. A kind of, I think, energy that maybe the spring had be a little bit more cautious. Hopefully next year yeah. it'll be a little you know, bit more as, under control. Yeah. As the plants die and the weather cools down and it gets dark earlier. Um, we do kind of, yeah, hopefully things will, people will, people will chill the fuck out a little bit. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone you know every way you know how. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review, and be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Why Do You Know That Pod or on Twitter at Why Do You Know Pod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at Why Do You Know That Pod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime. Uh-huh.